Hey everyone, you're listening to the 10-7 Podcast, where we get together every fortnight, and sometimes more often, to talk about technology, business, and the humans in it. I'm your host, Ivan Stegich. My returning guest today is Lynn Winter, a content strategist and digital project manager. She's the founder of Manage Digital, a conference for digital project managers happening here in Minneapolis on May 9th. I'm honored that we get to work together on a daily basis, and I'm excited to have her back on the show. It's always fun to talk to her. Hey, Lynn, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. I love talking to you. <laughs> you say that now. <laughs> well, we can do a check-in at the end and see how you feel. See how I feel. Okay. Yeah. So you started a conference. Why not? Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, it's not like you've got anything else to do, right? I, I don't. So I thought, what should I do with all my extra time between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m.? And so I found something. And a conference was on the top of your list. You've already had one iteration of the Managed Digital Conference. Why start another one? Why have the second one? Aren't there already other PM conferences out there? You know, there aren't a lot, actually. And that's kind of what got me going. So um, back in my earlier days, when I moved over to the Drupal community um, in about 2008, um, I really loved going to camps and going to DrupalCon and meeting folks, but I had a really hard time meeting people like me. Um, and I think that's important not only to have like camaraderie, but also to learn from other people doing stuff that you're doing. Um, and it wasn't back until just a couple years at this point that they started doing like project manager tracks at DrupalCon. So there's, there was a really big gap in that kind of um, relationship and education for project managers. And then around that time, a couple of years after I started going to DrupalCon, I went to um, the DPM Summit, which is um, more the national um, conference that's put on by the Bureau of Digital. And it was really great. It was um, a whole bunch of PM dorks showing up at 8 a.m. with their laptops <laughs> open in the front row, full up, ready to go, taking notes and excited. And it was just it was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience. I learned so much. I met a lot of people that I still stay in contact with today. And it was a great experience. But the thing is, is if you're not at a bigger agency or can self-fund it, um, it can be expensive um, because of the travel and it's a longer conference. And so I always wanted to build more of that community locally in Minnesota so that you can have that network here. Uh, so when you have job opportunities or you need a mentor or you want to mentor someone else, you can kind of do that locally. So a couple of years back, I've been, well, I've been talking about this for a long time as an idea, and we already had like a strong group of people around a meetup, but um, I changed my jobs, went freelance and said, you know what? I have no excuse because I have all this free time. <laughs> and free, that- Freelance, right? <laughs> that's, that's, what the sta- that's what the free stands for. Yeah. I mean, it was like that for a month or two. And <laughs> by then I had got going, so I didn't realize what I was doing. But um, I wanted to make a conference that was local, that provided learning, networking, that was affordable for folks to attend. And so that's where um, kind of managed digital came out of. 
And you said you wanted to make sure that it was affordable and for the lo- a local community. So I would imagine registration is still open. What does a ticket cost and how fast are they selling? Yeah, um, tickets, um, early bird, which has now ended, is at um, 150 for the day. Um, and then the other pricing, though, which is the past early bird, is at $175. Um, so tickets, actually, we are way ahead of where we sold last year, and we sold out right before the conference. So I'm expecting that to happen again, which is great. But if anyone's interested, now is the time to kind of get your ticket so that you can make sure to be there. And where do they go to get those tickets? Uh, Yep, you can go to managedigital.io, and there's a big registration button on the top that will take you over to Eventbrite, and that's where you can get your ticket. So those listeners who are project managers or curious about project management, this is probably a good conference for you. Go over to managedigital.io and register for the conference before they sell out. Now, what do you get for um, 175 bucks, which I have to say is very reasonable for a conference? Um, what do you get for that investment? Uh, what does the day look like? Yeah, um, so we changed it up actually a little bit from last year. Last year we had more breakout sessions, and this year we're going towards more opportunities to network as well as learn from each other because it turns out um, that just because you're on a stage doesn't mean you're the smartest person in the room, right? Or have like unique experiences. So we wanted to provide more interactions um, within the people that are attending. So we have uh, two keynotes this year and a mini note. Um, So just a tiny short little keynote presentation. Then we're going to do a breakout conversation or discussion where we're going to have set topics set aside for an hour where folks are going to sit at their tables and they're going to just hash out ideas, challenges, things that happening around them around that topic. And so I'm going to force people, I don't know how, but I'm going to make sure I force people not to sit by people they know so that they can maximize kind of the learning from other different agencies. Because the attendees are coming from all different kinds of agencies, small, big, freelance. They're coming from in-house folks that work at, you know, arts organizations and big companies. So there's a lot of things to learn from each other. So we want to make sure that happens. Um, Then we have four really great breakout sessions on totally different topics that will hopefully get people thinking. Um, Either they can take something really specific away or get them thinking about something different they can do in their day-to-day job. Um, And then we're going to end with the happy hour so that people can take a moment to, you know, network some more um, to build those relationships with people that maybe they haven't met before. I love the idea of it not being terribly structured with sessions and running between session rooms to make sure you get the right, the best seat in the house. I love this idea. It almost feels like an unconference or a boff session. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it that way, but you're kind of right. Um, I, I did feel like last year we had six breakouts, and it just felt like you know you're go you are going from room to room. And you're not spending as much time connecting. And what I saw the most connections was over the lunch hour. Mm. People went out. It was we had the balcony, and people went outside and were eating and talking to new people. Um, the in betweens were snack breaks and things. People were needing new folks, and that's really where I saw a lot of dynamic. I also, because I'm a project manager, right, assigned homework to people. <laughs> so they were they were required to meet someone new and then go and connect with them within a couple of weeks after the conference to, you know, build a new relationship in the community. Now, I don't have any stats on how many people did that, but I did hear feedback that that prompted people to really step outside of their box and maybe not just talk to the folks that they've already, you know, seen before. 
it's a great networking event. I find that's where most of the connections and the business and the learning really happens is outside of the sessions, during lunch, during a breakout session. I, I love that you have it uh, designed that way this year. It's at the American Swedish Institute, a beautiful mm-hmm. castle in the city, rich in history. Um, is this the same location as last year, or is it different? It is. It is. We decided to stick with the same location. The food was really good last year, and you can't beat that as well as the service. Um, they also just upgraded all of their technology and screens, so that's a bonus. Plus, they have it. We're in the more contemporary side of the institute, and they have this great balcony up on top. So. You know, we're getting into May, we're finally seeing the sun and no snow. And so it's just like this first feeling of spring stepping out and hanging out with folks outside. So hopefully we'll have beautiful weather again. Please don't jinx it, Lynn. Thanks a lot. (laughs) You know, I was stressed out every hour before the conference last year because it was supposed to rain and it didn't. So... Well, it it's the it beginning. Is. It's the beginning of May. It should be good. I'm looking forward to it, um, and I love the venue. I've, I've been there many times. The Swedish Institute is just a gorgeous building, and what they've done to extend it and expand it and add the technology they did. So nice to see a, a local conference happening there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about your keynote speakers. Um, yeah. So. You have two of them, one in the morning and one in the early afternoon. And then, as you mentioned earlier, the mini note. Um, Your first keynote speaker, the one that's opening everything up, is, um, I I love the title, The Greatest Insult I Ever Received. (laughs) (laughs) And I know the punchline, too, but I'm not going to share it yet. Yeah, don't don't jinx. Yeah, don't ruin it. So, Kurt Schmidt, tell me a little bit about about Kurt and um, how you were inspired to get this keynote lined up. Yeah, so I've known Kurt for a really long time. I actually met him at the first DPM Summit that I attended way back. I don't even know how many years now. But we met there and being both from Minnesota, you know, we started chatting and talking. And so I kind of stayed connected with him over the years. And he used to be um, the director of project management at the nerdery. And so he um, has tons of experience, not only at being a project manager first, but then he managed God, I don't, I don't know how many he ended up with, like 80. I mean, it was multiple states. It's like he was responsible for all project management processes, direction, strategy, vision at the nerdery for so many years. And then um, he moved into a more strategic role for a while, and then he left and joined the foundry as the president. So he's been over there um, making a lot of changes, doing a lot of great stuff. And, you know, anyone that's kind of like a recovering project manager – you never really let go of it, right? Like you always have that in everything you do. And so a lot of the things he talks about and what he's passionate about really comes back to a lot of foundation around that. So he's going to really get us started for the day and inspire us of where we want to be going and thinking about ourselves as a community. And the second keynote, making sure the juice is worth the squeeze, Rob Har. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, and I met Rob, a similar situation, um, um, just actually last year at the DPM Summit as well. And he does a lot of workshopping around it. He does he's more of the operations side at Sparkbox out of Ohio. He focuses on a lot of the client relationships and how to put that forward in what you do. And so he's going to be focusing on that 
portion of our work versus getting our heads really down in the weeds about process and tools and things that sometimes project managers can do, especially if they're kind of more newer in the role. Uh, we tend to forget about the people um, and that that's what makes a good pro difference between a really good project manager and an okay one. So he's going to be um, talking about that topic. So you've mentioned uh, the DPM Summit now a couple of times, and I know that's run by Bureau of Digital. And mm -hmm. I see that Bureau of Digital is also a sponsor of Manage mm -hmm. Digital. And I just so happen to be going to the owner camp that Bureau nice. of Digital puts on next month. Um, so I'm starting to see Bureau of Digital a lot lately. <laughs> I swear, there's no relationship. I just support what they do and they're trying to do for the community. So, so is tell us a little bit about the DPM Summit. Um, I'm sure people who are listening to this podcast would be interested in that as well. Yeah, it is a really great opportunity. And honestly, if you want to do both, um, that's a good option too. Um, but it's, uh, they offer longer programming. So there's a day of workshops and then there's two days of conference. Um, obviously the normal networking type situations with happy hours and nighttime connections. Um, it is in different locations all the time this year. Uh, we, it is in Orlando and I'm looking forward to that. Nice warm weather. Uh, maybe too warm in October, but, um, but yeah, it's been put on a group of people. Uh, we had one of our keynotes last year, uh, Brett Harnard, he um, co-founded that. Um, and he is doing a lot of uh, work in the DPM field, providing webinars and information. Um, so it's just, it's, it's a place to um, start a community. It's a place to learn from other people Um and, you know, and really they, they inspired me to start Manage Digital. So I give them full credit for that because they put together a lot of great opportunities and different types of events that allow people to get um, what they need in their career at different levels. Like Owner's Camp is very different than the DPM Summit because the DPM Summit more like a conference and Owner's Camp, I think, is a little more flexible and a lot more dialogue in a small group. Yeah, and uh, I had a, the pleasure of interacting with, um, I believe, the founder um, in my register. Yeah, Carl. Yeah. Um, with and they seem like a really nice group of people. So I'm glad to, glad to hear from you. Yet another data point that this is something um, to be looking forward to on my behalf. And, and I have the webpage up right now uh, in front of me, slash membership. And there is a picture of you on there, Lynn. I don't know if oh, you know no, that. Oh, no, really? <laughs> Googling now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so one whole day of event of uh, sessions, two keynotes, and a mini note. I want to bring the energy down a little bit and talk about something that's that's uh, relatively serious, right? Um, and you're going to be covering that in the mini note. Talk about burnout. Yeah. How prevalent do you see that? Do you have any data to show what um, what have you noticed and what are you hoping to achieve with your mini note? Yeah, so I've, I mean, in general stats, if you start looking at people across the industry uh, or across, you know, working people and then specifically across the industry, there's so much pressure um, and change of environment from like, where is the line between home and work? you know, from working at home or having technology accessible all the time. Um, it's really blurred the line of when do you go home? When do you put things down? When do you turn off? Um, and it's becoming a problem. And, um, you know, honestly, this talk 
came out of my own personal challenges with burnout. But as I started talking about it with people, I heard these stories over and over and over. I'd I'd be speaking at conferences and people would talk to me about how do you deal with this and how do you deal with that? And that it was all about boundaries and all about, um, you know, taking ownership of the path that you actually want to go on versus letting the path take you. And I, I think it's a thing that PMs deal with more in this industry because of maybe the role and how it's often positioned at agencies. So there's a, what I mean by that is a lot of times it's not as valued as a developer, for instance. Like when you're going to hire, oh, we can get any old PM. They don't really need to be a PM. They can be anyone. They can do that. They're just scheduling meetings. But to hire a developer, we'll get a recruiter and it's going to be harder um, and it's hard for different reasons to hire different roles, but there's just oftentimes that situation set up or um, less responsibility or value placed on it. Some PMs aren't even allowed to talk to clients. They have to go through account managers. They're not given the responsibility or the value in that role. And so there's some positioning at certain places. And then there's also that impact of like how you personally come to your role. And for me, I personally have an issue you know, balancing, like, don't take on too much. And, you know, it's stop running in the hamster wheel kind of situation. So I um, had a kind of a career change back in 2017. And I've been really trying to force myself to step back and, and try to realign what are my goals in my career and what is my personal goals and things like that. And so since I've started talking to people about it, I've gotten, honestly, really a lot of feedback that has been positive, as well as a lot of sad stories. So it's, it's something we need to talk about. I agree. I think it's uh, an important part of mental health as a whole, especially um, in our industry with the amount of the amount of blurring there is between uh, work and home life, as you as you said. If there's one thing that an attendee to your conference takes home at the end of the day. Besides the homework that you've doled out to them? <laughs> yeah, i got to come up with new, harder homework this year. <laughs> what do you think that one thing is an attendee takes home? I hope that everyone walks away either renewed or inspired. Renewed in like they were maybe just like, oh, I'm tired or, oh, I just, I, I feel exhausted. And I can't get where I need to go. And so maybe this refreshes them to be really excited again about the PM role. Maybe they're on the fence of if that's what they should be doing mm-hmm. or inspire them to try something new, some new tactic, you know, some new tool. Um, that as well as I really want someone to meet someone new. I want, I want to build this community. I think it's good for employers. I think it's good for employees. Um, it's just good growing the depth of our skills in Minnesota. We're a strong tech place and I like the idea of trying to help grow that and helping people connect with other people. If you're an employer, you know, how do you find your next awesome PM? And if you're a PM, how do you find your next great job? So that's important to me too. I think your conference is going to go a long way to helping the local community here. And we're very proud to be a part of that um, and to be sponsoring you this year. It's, you know, we're a, we're a Drupal shop. That's what we do. But we also have a project manager and we always have. And so it makes sense for us to be participating in the community. And I, I, I hope that uh, I'm sure I will get to meet a ton of amazing people at the, at the conference when it happens uh, coming yeah. up here in May. And we are super um, thankful that you're sponsoring us because you're not only like, you know, 
providing an opportunity for yourself, but more importantly, you're supporting a community. And we couldn't do this without the sponsors for the conference. We couldn't make it affordable. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so you have a number of sponsors for the conference. Uh, there are about five or six of them, of us, should I say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about uh, what it takes to be a sponsor and if, if uh, you know, if there are any spots available or if people are going to have to wait for next year? What's yeah, the status there? Yeah, well, I should probably just mention everybody because I think that would be good since we've mentioned that a couple. That would be awesome, so obviously, yes. you guys at 10.7 are sponsoring great, and we've already talked about the Digital Bureau. Um, we also have Creed Interactive, which is another um, local agency that's agnostic, so they do different technologies and focus on the experience of the site. Uh, we have Pantheon that does awesome hosting for Drupal and WordPress platforms. Um, they're very active in the community and supporting um, different levels of folks that are building websites and providing a great environment for them. Uh, we also have the DPM School, which you might be more familiar with the digitalprojectmanager.com. They provide webinars and articles and tools and things. They also have a DPM School where you can actually go and, and have kind of a structured learning um, to get stronger at your project management work. And actually, they had just posted an article I did about the burnout. So if anyone's interested in kind of a primer, um, they can take a look at that as well. We'll, uh, we'll link to that in the show notes on the website as well. So oh, we'll make great, sure we great. get that from you. Yep. Great. And then um, Bogsy is a platform that you can use um, that helps make... Um, businesses and organizations are more efficient by instead of having a billion tools, you get like you use one and it's all based on the Google platform. So if you're using that, um, they're a great tool. And um, my understanding is that they will be at the conference and they can demo it to folks so they can really see uh, what you're getting for that. Um, so that's a great thing to learn about kind of one-on-one -on -one with them. Vogsy. I'm going to mm -hmm. look them up. I have not heard yeah, of them before. Yeah, they're, they're newer to me too. And I kind of walked through a demo and it's a great tool. If that's, um, you're with the Google platform, they're out of the UK. They're a little more newer in the US market, but um, it's a great opportunity. What do you think the major issues are that PMs are facing these days? You know, it, it used to be that um, technology was a problem in the past, and we were really struggling with how to keep track of tasks and notes and so on. Is that still an issue, or, or like what are the critical things that PMs are dealing with these days? Hmm. That's a good question. I still think it's maneuvering and handling the people um, and finding your voice as a project manager. People often try to use the tools and the structures and the things to outline how they do pro projects and drive things. Um, but really what it is, is every client is different, every agency is different, and figuring it out how to work with the different unique snowflakes that you are working with. <laughs> And managing that kind of way in a nice way where people still like you, respect you, and will respond to you, I think is still the hardest thing. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, sometimes to get a developer to fill out a timesheet is hard. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so so I, th I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think uh, people are always the greatest puzzle to solve. 
Yeah. And I think the more, the longer we're around, right? Like, you know, the web is not that old. And on top of it, the project management role is not that old in digital. And the longer we have a, a, the tail of our life is, I think the more people understand what we do and value it. And I think that's just changing over time, but it's not probably where I would like it to be. Lynn, thank you so much for spending your time with me to talk about Manage Digital today. It's been a great pleasure talking to you again. Yeah, and thanks for having me, and I really, really appreciate the sponsorship. You bet. Well, tickets are selling fast for Manage Digital this year. Manage Digital happens on May 9th, 2019 at the American Swedish Institute in Minneapolis, Go over to managedigital.io and register for the conference, and we hope to see you there. Lynn Winter is the founder of Manage Digital, the Digital Project Managers Conference. You can find the conference on Twitter and Facebook. The handle is at Manage Digital. And of course, Lynn is online at lynnwintermn.com. You've been listening to the 107 podcast. Find us online at 107.com slash podcast. And if you have a second, do send us a message. We love hearing from you. Our email address is podcast at 107.com. Until next time, this is Ivan Stegich. Thank you for listening. <laughs>